had Anderson Pack DM me one day. No. Yeah, he was like, that was the be- that's the best one. He's like, I need five drawings for the crib. That's what the DM said. <laughs> I was like, I've got you. Yeah. He picked drawings from my page. He's like, I want this one, this one, this one, this one. Wow. And he's like, can you redraw the- some of them as black people? I'm like, yep. So he said he hung it in his like music room and one in his toilet or something. <laughs> <laughs> G'day, this is Living the Dream, a podcast from Gage Roads where you'll hear from people who are all about going after what they love. We'll chat to photographers, musos, surfers, designers, a range of people who are living life their way. And this episode, I'll start with a warning. If you're easily offended or you take yourself too seriously, this one probably isn't for you. But if you have a sense of humour, you don't mind things getting a little loose, I reckon you're going to love it. David the Robot's an illustrator and cartoonist. He's got a monster following on Insta. If you haven't seen his work, just go check it out. But if I had to describe it, I'd say it's probably stuff you wouldn't show your mum. David, g'day. Hello, thanks for having me. Yeah, good to see you. Um, How would you describe what you do? Mm, I guess it's lowbrow cartoons. (laughs) You're selling yourself (laughs) short. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess it would be just like rude drawings, maybe slightly comedic. I'll let you be the judge, I guess. Yeah, I reckon people should go check it out for themselves and they'll have an idea of uh, what we're talking about maybe during this chat. But um, this might sound like a weird question out of context, but do you remember your first dick drawing? Um, oh, that's hard. I don't think anyone, no pun intended. I don't think, uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone does, do they? I never really drew dicks in high school. Like maybe someone would draw one on my file or textbook, but no, I don't. It wasn't like Jonah Hill in Superbad <laughs> just every minute of every day. No, I don't think so. But I don't think it probably had a 40. I reckon just the classic, you know, the D with the whole line drawn in it (laughs) (laughs) the classic pencil case one yeah um did you always draw yeah from a little kid i really like drawing just something i've always kind of done um i can't even remember but i always remember just being able to kind of draw naturally like and it wasn't really hard for me yeah Uh, did it always have your attention were you the guy in school or maybe when you got home where it was you're kind of always flicking the workbook open and Instead of the maths homework, you're doodling away? Absolutely. My school files and books, like textbooks, were just destroyed with drawings. It was borderline compulsive, probably. Yeah. Just couldn't stop. If, there was a, if there's a pen and a piece of paper, it's going to get drawn on, even now. I was going to say, I should have put one in front of you just to <laughs> see what you came up with or having a yarn. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. <laughs> so how did, how did it get? To this, when did David the robot start, and, and and how did the idea come about? Well, I can tell you the full story. I'd always been drawing, just drawing random things, never keeping any drawings, just like drawing on paper, not even notebooks, just drawing on like reams of paper from the inkjet printer. You know how you have your inkjet printer at home, yeah, next to your PC. I just pull out paper and draw till there's a stack of drawings, and then just like chuck them away. So not even keep him. No, nah, so I reckon I didn't even keep a drawing till about 10 years ago. Like, wow. So, anyway, I was always drawing and I went travelling 2011, something like that. I'm a late adopter for technology. 
So I didn't have a smartphone, even though smartphones were around. I was going to say 2011, uh, kind of a thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, I just took a notepad on my travels, like an A5 visual diary. No lines, just white pages. And I was writing down hostels I was staying at, flight times, anything I was booking, I was writing down. I was travelling by myself for a bit. And in between, obviously, uh, the obsessive drawing thing, I was drawing in the book constantly. So I'd be on a plane, I might have a friend with me, and I'd just draw some, like, fucked up drawing to make them laugh. So over the trip, I had this book full of just, like, David the Robot-esque drawings before David the Robot was a thing. Yeah. And then I'd be in hostels, the communal area of hostels, and I would pull out the book and write some shit down or draw something for the day, and I'd have people from different parts of the world kind of naturally drawn to the book. They're like, can I have a look at your drawings? And I'd be like, sure, okay. They weren't intended for other people to see these drawings. But I was like, whatever, they want to have a look. And I would have people from different countries just like laughing. Some people would be crying at these drawings that I didn't even think anyone else would see. So I was like, oh, shit, okay. Like this grown-ass man is crying tears of laughter from the (laughs) shit that I drew in here. So maybe this could be a thing. Yeah, right. So did that blow you away a little bit at the time? Yeah, Yeah. especially because they weren't – it was a bit like – oh, fuck, do I really want to show this person this drawing right now? Like, what are they going to think? What are they going to think of me? Yeah, Yeah. they're not for everyone. So I understood that not everyone's going to laugh at it. They might think I'm a freak. So I was like, oh, my God, am I going to give this person my book or not? But then when I did, like, 90% of the reactions were lols. I was going to say, in a hostel too, that's probably the environment, right? Like, people are, they're pretty low-key. They're there for a good time. They're fairly young. They're open to stuff. Like, you know, nursing home, on the other hand, might not have gone the same way. (laughs) Probably not. So that's kind of where I thought, oh, okay, this is something I need to show people potentially. Like I was always like not bad at drawing. Scrappy style, so like not really refined, but cartoon-wise I was like, I can draw stuff. So when I got home I was like, sick, okay, well – Time to become an artist. <laughs> and it just didn't work at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's kind of where the idea was, was seeded. Yeah. And then when you got home, like, you, you gave it a crack. Like, you, you started drawing. I was like, how am I going to get people to see this thing that I've kind of, like, seen people like it? So how do I get more people to see it? And my first thing was like, I oh, know, I'll go on Gumtree and I'll write free drawings for people like and I put this ad on Gumtree free drawings and no one hit me up <laughs> what, did, what did the ad say I'll I don't know I can't stuff. remember this is like a while ago but I was like yeah if you want a drawing for a birthday or something I'll draw a cartoon drawing for you could you imagine if you put that ad up now like yeah I know applying for months. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I was like fuck that was a failure like I think one <laughs> This is pretty fucked. One kid emailed me, this like 10-year-old girl. She's like, can you draw me something for my mum's birthday? Yes, I can. I didn't fucking reply to her. Yeah. Absolute dog move. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could say that I drew a free drawing for this kid, but I didn't. I was like, fuck. I just have this vision of this little girl, like her mum's birthday, and she's like, well, I hit this guy up. Like the drawing's (laughs) supposed to be here. I didn't forget about your mum. Oh, my God. So, yeah, sorry about that, kid. Yeah. Um, so Gumtree kind of wasn't the go. So then I was like, Insta had just popped up. So Instagram, this new app, you know, I was like, all right, maybe I can give this a go. 
there were artists doing shit on there and like about a thousand followers back then was like solid numbers. Like I'm you still had, trying. I'm yeah. still trying to hit that one. Okay, yeah. Well, it's hard, man. It took me fucking ages. But yeah, I started David the Robot. And the only reason it's called David the Robot is because you know how you have like usernames on YouTube and all these apps. That was just the like stupid name I was using. So yeah. I got I got stuck with it. So that was never really the, <laughs> that was just the name of my account because at first the account was kind of like a few drawings, but also my like spaghetti dinner or whatever. Like yeah. just like if you go right back to the start, you can see how it like there's just like random things on there. Just like everyone else's Insta, it wasn't just drawings. So there is a sunset there somewhere back yeah. in the Yeah, uh, oh, the for sure. Days. Straight yeah. up, 100% there's a sunset. Probably an airport beer as well. Go back and comment on it if you can yeah. find it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was like, fuck, okay, how do I get followers on this app? Tried the hashtag thing, didn't work. Took like a, we're talking like a year in, I'm like, fuck, I can't get followers, this is hard. And I was getting jaded because... Other people were getting these followers. I thought I had something like better to show. I was like, fuck's sake. So I think I even started a second Instagram account to reset. But like, obviously, getting like 100 followers was tough for the original Dave of the Robot page. So I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. But anyway, I persevered. And then I was like, I got a bit calculated with it. I was like, I need to get followers. How does that happen? So my plan was I would draw for people with heaps of followers. So I'd find a band that I was kind of liking the music or I'd find uh, Pro Skater, um, I don't know, Insta Thought with heaps of, heaps of followers, like things like that. Yeah. Draw them a drawing, like a custom drawing. DM it to them and just see what happened. And like nothing was happening. And then one day when I was a tradie, I was my fucking boss had got me to work on a Saturday. I remember it was Valentine's Day. And he had built this mansion in Adderdale and he rented the house next door and he paid me my shitty hourly rate to, instead of hiring removalists, I had to get the fucking shit out of his house oh, and move man. it into his big new house with his son. I was like, this is fucked. Like, what am I doing? And, yeah. like, all of a sudden my phone in my pocket was like, like I was like, oh, what's going on? And I looked at my Instagram and Violent Soho had like reposted my drawing that I sent them. That was the first one that like kind of slapped. I was like, oh, okay. And from that, I reckon I got a thousand followers maybe. Because wow. I already had the content for people to go check my page and then see my back catalogue. So I had enough drawings there to maybe entice a few followers. You had a back cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the back cat. And yeah. then from there, it just kind of like snowballed. I'd still kept my technique up and got more people sharing drawings. But once you have followers, as long as I had like some solid content to share, it kind of shares itself because people will show their friend, they'll tag their friend, they'll repost it on their page if they really like it. Nowadays it's Insta stories, but that what didn't exist. So it was just like snowball effect. Have you um, ever reached out to Violent Soho and go, hey, thanks guys, that was kind of the start of something? <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't. I don't even know if they still follow me, but yeah, <laughs> that was a start. So thank you to oh, those good. dudes. Yeah, I had yeah. to guess which ones had fouries and which ones didn't. That's massive. I also love the fact that you're having this stinker of a day where your boss is taking the piss and pretty much using you as his personal 
slave <laughs> and then that's when it kicked off like that's that's kind of weird like it, it almost weird. sounds meant to be yeah I, was, I remember just being dirty about it i was like fuck this i would walk work a lot of saturdays but like doing that like not even my job like just a slave labor kind of thing yeah. it's like man this stinks you know yeah and then boom what all a of guy. a sudden yeah Oof. who's laughing now he tried to add me on uh, facebook as a friend and i didn't add him yeah, good. Hold <laughs> strong, man. Don't even hit reject. Just leave it yeah. lingering in the abyss. Yeah. When you look back at your drawings from then, has has your style changed and evolved much, or did you have a pretty pretty set of what you were from from early doors? Um, I think before I was known as David the Robot, I used to look at other artists and be like, man, their style's so distinct. Like you can see certain artists illustrators whatever and you know straight away when you see something that like boom that's theirs and I would look at artists and be like oh man I was so jealous I was like how do you do that and I realized it was from just persistence that was the key you don't I tried to do stylistic things but what I realized was the longer you're drawing that's just going to evolve by itself so style wise I guess I've never drawn as much as I have in the last like five or six years because of David the Robot have to always be drawing so naturally by doing something a lot you get better at it so you can see I feel like my drawings have improved a lot and I've just like learned how to draw things I use a light table now and like refine the drawings a bit I don't really settle for a like bad line or something I'll restart which is not really my personality I'm pretty like I'm pretty impatient so that's why drawing's good right. I can like just it's not like painting or other pursuits where it's a long-winded process i can sit down in one sitting and just like do it but um as far as style and goes i think it's been pretty pretty similar yeah it hasn't really changed too much yeah yeah is it still fun it is like when i'm drawing a really good drawing or something that i know is going to be like well received and like even just the process of drawing is really fun but drawing for Instagram is sometimes not so fun because I feel pressure to be creating content. So if I haven't drawn for like a couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to draw something. And then I get in this like, you know, it's more the drawing part is easy. Like if I can think about it, I know I can draw it. It's thinking of something to draw is the hard part. Yeah, well, that's interesting. So it might not always happen the same way, but do you have an idea first or do you find if it's you with the pad and the pen it comes or mm. yeah how, what's the process like for you it's generally idea and then drawing like doodling's good and I will just draw random stuff but I usually go in with a like pretty solid plan of what I'm trying to achieve so whether that's an idea that just comes to me usually the idea will just arrive I don't know where it comes from. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I was going to ask you. Some of the ideas, um, like I said, they're like are X-rated, right? They're funny. They're <laughs> hilarious. Like I love it. Um, it's a little bit crude, yeah, but, you know, uh, it's, it, it's more than being crude for crude's sake, right? Like there's a gag there. Yep. So where does that inspo come from? Uh, well, I think because I'm a bit like shy, the, like – I guess I have something funny to share, but the idea of going up on a stage and doing like stand-up comedy or <laughs> oh, something like that is just like my nightmare. Yeah. So drawing something funny is, you know, I don't have to like show myself, I don't have to say anything, I can just like draw it and it's kind of like is there um, without having to interact with anyone. So And I can take my time with it. But the ideas, 
like it, it's almost like a way of thinking, you know, when you start a new job or something, it's all like very manual way of thinking. But once you kind of get into it, you train your brain to think a certain way. So I think I'm always, I don't know, I feel like the ideas have gotten better. Maybe not so much the drawing. The drawing has improved, I guess, but the ideas are getting better, I think. Yeah. Or just like I can refine them and like... I don't know. I feel like I've trained myself to be able to come up with ideas so in a way. So they a bit less padded maybe than what they used to be? Yeah, like, I'll and, like, it's so weird. I'll be, like, driving or in the shower, trying to think really hard, like, think, 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 I need an idea. And the harder I try and think, like, it just... The worse it is, right? But then I just, like, kind of, like, relax, maybe draw something random and it just will kind of, like, manifest, you know? Yeah. You know? And then... Once, usually, you might see lately on my Insta, I go like a few weeks without posting, and then bang, 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 bang. There's like three drawings in a row. It's like one drawing, just like my mind's back in that mode, and I can just like, I just ideas. Sometimes, even while I'm drawing one, the next idea has already come. It's so weird. It's like you can't wait to finish this one because you've already got this other one like yeah, screaming. Yeah, it's at like you. my brain's just like, as it's, I need to be drawing to kind of like, yeah. I don't know, it's part of the process almost. Right, it's almost like you have to start for the next one to come. Yeah, yeah. and like if I don't have an idea, generally just sitting down and drawing some random things helps kind of like get the cogs in motion. Yeah, it's funny you say the shower. I get the best ideas in the shower. Yeah, for me it's the steam, the steam on the window because yeah. I can draw in it. So I'm just like, and even if I already have an idea, I can flesh out the like uh, mechanics of like the two bodies like fucking in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, how am I going to put this together? Like, oh yeah, I'll just like sh- 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 draw it oh, on. Oh man, I just have this image of you doing that in the shower and then you forget to wipe it off and then someone comes in <laughs> after you and the steam comes and you know how it comes to sticks there. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? Lucky I don't live in a share house or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or with your parents. That's it, yeah. yeah. So someone could have a shower after me and steal my idea. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, speaking of parents... Mm-hmm. What's the, the reaction of those close to you about <laughs> what you do? Well, talk about my mum, I guess. Um, she's always like, why can't you draw something nice? <laughs> <laughs> because she's probably like wants to tell her friends like, you know, oh, my son does this. He's got like this on Instagram, but she can't because they're going to look and be like, what the fuck is this? What did you do to this yeah. kid? <laughs> what happened to him? Yeah. Uh, so... She, I guess, is proud, but also can't really do anything with yeah. it. But she's sick because she'll, because I'm doing like products and selling my merch. I'm like, Mom, can you come over and help me pack these like <laughs> 40 man bottle openers? <laughs> All these fucked up graphics, like we're just packing them. She's like, Can you pass me another fucking cheers, cunt stubby holder? <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, no worries. And we're like, It's funny, we'll like read the like people's. You know, I've got my pick list with everyone's names and we're, like, reading the people's names, just, like, roasting these funny names that we find. Oh, man. So there's good banter when we're packing. I'll get my brother to help too, yeah. How is that side of it going? Because, as you mentioned, you started it because you love drawing and you had these ideas and when you're in that hostel, you're getting, you know, good laughs Mm -hmm. from from a lot of people. But, like, how did it develop into merch and and selling stuff and, and was that something that you'd always planned on doing? Uh, not really. So I never, to be honest, I never even started. I don't know why I wanted followers in the first place, just to share my message, of the Lord's word. And then um, as like followers grew and grew and it got like massive, like huge, like 
bigger than I could even fathom. Still trip on that number. What but is that number now? I think it's like 350,000 or something. That's ridiculous. And I haven't accepted any followers for like six months, so I don't oh, know. Is that why I haven't? Yeah, I, I don't know. Why I don't know. Sorry, man. So that's fucked. So if you're waiting, I'm sorry. I'll, <laughs> I will accept you. So I don't actually know, but it can fluctuate like 5,000 followers in a week, you know, up and down if I accept people. Um, just digressing really quick, because you mentioned the Violent Soho mm. moment where it started to kick off, but when did the numbers just fly? Or was it from that moment where it's just this steady oh, increase? I can't, like, it would be like every once in a while, like, you know, you, you go up like 10,000 followers. I'm like, huh, what's happened today? And yeah. I'm on the front page of Reddit or something. So like shit like that. Yeah. I've just, or sometimes I wouldn't even know. I'd just be all these, because I went on private after 70,000 followers. So before that, I just have these massive waves of followers and I just ask one of the new followers, I DM them, well, how did you find this page? And they'd be like front page of Reddit or someone shared it or whatever. So yeah. I could usually find the pattern. So it would just be like in big waves of like consistently going up every day and then like this big like spikes every once in a while from some kind of event or whatever. Was it a relief or more pressure when you didn't have to think about that side of things because it was taking care of itself? Um, by that stage, I had, you know, you're behind us, you're behind a phone or like, you know, no one's, there's no pressure. It's still me by myself just yeah. posting something. And I never, because it started slowly, I never really thought about any repercussions from posting any like rude shit. I still don't really. I just like, fuck, here we go. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not really, I never feel too much pressure really yeah. from that have you had repercussions uh, yeah i've been uh seventy thousand. i was at work seventy thousand followers i was at work and my i couldn't log into instagram i'm like that's weird it's working too busy and my wife now wife messaged me she's like have you seen your instagram like it's not there i was like ah oh, fuck so i got home tried to log in on my ipad said so you'd violated the terms and conditions of insta like if you think this is a mistake you can appeal otherwise that's pretty much it i was like oh no fuck there goes 70k i was just like i pretended like i didn't care but i was fucking devoted i was like fuck yeah so i was like okay i need to get back on instagram so i appealed it and i was like come on like they're just drawings hey guys yeah, yeah it's, it's just like this little form and nothing no response and i was like fuck okay Tried the same thing again, like wrote some like nice letter. It's probably a robot that's reading this appeal. Ironically, yeah. And <laughs> and I was like, okay, nothing. And I was like, think, Davo, how the fuck are you going to get out of this pickle? <laughs> uh, the terms and conditions might have changed now, but it was no rude nudity, that kind of stuff, which obviously that's someone I violated from getting reported. There was like a no harassment or bullying one and no sharing of like, content that doesn't belong to you yeah and i was like okay well my fucking shit is all over instagram untagged like people memeing it like so my thing was like okay that's fair can you please remove my content from your platform boom next day davo's back yeah why i guess they i don't know i guess they couldn't remove like they'd violated their own terms and conditions from yeah. you know from yeah. having my stuff on there without letting me on there. On there, yeah. So the second I got it back, I went on private. All right. And so that probably slowed my growth a bit. Yeah. It was like explosive and the slowdown, but still was healthy. But every single follower since then I've had to accept like yeah. manually. That's a task. 
that's in a itself. Task. Now I've got like an app and a rapid clicker thing, and I can work. All, work there's a workaround. Oh, nice. I, I just can't be fucked to sit down and do it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be a job in itself. Oh man, it's absolute chore. Right. So th- is that the only time you've been had a suspension? From oh, I get reported now and then. But being on private tends to protect me a little bit because yeah. I don't think my content is popping up on that explore page. Insta is a bit different now, but you know that explore page where just random stuff pops up. Yeah, I feel like it was popping up there. Someone who didn't want to see it was seeing it, which is fair enough. You know, I understand that reporting it, and then I think it's like them. You get a couple of reports, and then you know they warn you now. But I still get reported and flagged. But Whereas now people have to look for you and if they're looking for you, they well, know Well, they're about. either like hunting me down to like yeah. report me or they've found something particularly offensive. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or sometimes there might even be some kind of like, I don't know, system with a built-in within Instagram that can detect maybe some rude yeah. stuff. I don't know. Okay. Um, sorry, I cut you off when you're talking about the shop and stuff like mm-hmm. that as well. So did that come about, like was that a plan or did that come about organically? No plan there. I <laughs> I just had people being like, "We want, we want shirts, we want prints." I was like, "Fuck, nah." So I put that off for ages. I was like, "I just can't be fucked dealing with it." That was never like a goal of mine, really, at all. Like, I just never really thought about doing that. I just couldn't be bothered. Or that's like, I'm not a businessman at all. Yeah. So for me, that was just a chore. But then it got to a point where I'm like, I'm pretty dumb if I'm not selling shit. Plus, people want it. So, like, they're fans. They want to rep it. So, I have to give it to them. So, yeah, I think the first time I made 10 shirts and, like, just posted on my Instagram and, like, <laughs> uh, just uh, – no, the, that was the second time. The first time I did some prints and they were, like, fucking photos off my phone that I got printed um, from office works, they were so shit, just like idiot. But how good's that though? Yeah, that's it. just that's the ultimate lazy fucking works. stoner man. Just yeah. like ah fuck, I just this like super low res photo off my old <laughs> phone, and I went office works with a USB, and they were like all yellow and so shit. And you're just hoping the person behind the counter at office works didn't have a look, dude. Luckily, the dude in Osborne Park, I think his name was Bo. He was like a fan. He was like David the robot. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was all chill. But sometimes I'd have to go in one. There's some like old lady working behind the counter. I'd be like, oh fuck. But ah, uh, the lady told me they get all sorts of like people printing nude photos and sus shit anyway. So Dude, I, I worked at Harvey Norman when I was going through uni. <laughs> And um, I was in the computer section, and yeah. you'd have to like jump on the photo center like oh, from time to fuck. time. It's never the people you want who are doing mm, the nudes. It's like the swinger style. But it would happen all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was always mid-40s, 50s, <laughs> too hairy. Yeah. wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. So I, would, I, th- I would say weekly. Fuck, yeah. yeah. So I think, to be honest, they've seen it all. Yeah. Yeah, so... So yeah, I yeah the first few attempts were like useless. Then I did the ten shirts, which I got printed properly, and that was sick. And that was it. Ten shirts. DM me if you want them, and they sold out like super quick, like, half a second. Yeah. yeah. And then I had a big cartel and started doing like shit through that, and I was handwriting every like order out, like their address, like my return address, and sometimes I was doing like a hundred orders, just like sitting there all day. Handwriting this shit I was like This is fucked <laughs> There's got to be another way So Like I said before I'm the worst businessman ever I'm just like Drawing is down one end of the spectrum And then Business And 
making money from it is at the other end and in the Venn diagram there's no overlap for David <laughs> they're like two separate things so I've had to try really hard to like get it sorted but now like it took me like, it's been like so many small steps like slowly creeping like towards like something that resembles a business and now like I've got my Shopify set up like I'm all trademarked um all that registered for GST and all that kind of shit it's a grind and then, like, I have, like, an e-parcel account. I have these APIs that plug into Shopify and it will, like, automatically email people. They're tracking and I just, like, pr- I print a pick list and I print labels and I slap them on and just, I go. Boom. Boom. So, I'm still packing, the, still packing the orders at my kitchen table. Yeah, yeah. you and Mumsy. Yeah. Yeah, over, yeah. A, over a cuppa. <laughs> yeah, just, like, packing on the grind. So, if someone had told me you would, you'd have this little business, like five or so, well, like 10 years ago, yeah. I'd be like, there is a zero chance that is happening. That's not me at all. It's funny though, because you don't know until you do, right? It's just like, like it's not you why you to. started. Yeah, I have to like, yeah, you just, you know, like it was from necessity, I just kind of had to learn. And now just putting one foot in front of the other and just doing it super slowly, like I didn't rush it or anything. I just like took my time and did it like what I could manage, like... And it just became this thing that's pretty relatively autonomous. And now I just have to worry about like sourcing products. And that's another thing like what products do people want and trying to think about something that is cool that people want to rep, you know. I was looking at the teas a few weeks ago, actually before I even um, flicked you a message to have a yarn. And I was like, brave, brave boy or girl is going to chuck this on and wear it out. Yeah. I love it. It's great. But yeah, that, that takes some wearing. Yeah, so like whenever I make stuff, I always want to keep one for myself, usually. <laughs> Not so much anymore, but like Pervert Club t-shirt. I kept one and I went to the skate park. <laughs> we went down south and stopped at all these skate parks. I had my jumper on, it was winter. Oh, no. And then I like took the jumper off and like was skating around. Skate park, you got all your scooter kids, scooter mums watching them. Like, why are all these like mums like looking at me skating around? And then I was like, oh fuck, I've got this like perfect club t-shirt on at the skate park <laughs> with like all these like nine-year-old kids. I was like, fuck, I better put my jumper back on. Oh, so, that's so good. Yeah, so I realized I was like, these sh- like people want them, and even if they just wear them at home, or some people wear them out, they don't give a fuck. Props to those people. But I started to realize, okay, hardcore like. Even though they're just cartoons, the more hardcore drawings don't really work on a tee because you can't control who's looking at it when you're wearing it. Yeah. Whereas products like a stubby holder or a bottle opener, you're at home, you might be at a barbecue or something and you can, you've got your people around you so you can be like, you know, generally they're going to be like-minded and be like, look at this shit and you're going to get laughs. Yeah, you can it's, Control the audience a little bit. Yeah, so those are the products that do much better for me. Okay. As long as well as prints. People like prints too. So that's sick because you can hang that at home or whatever. Do you have any of your stuff up at your place? Uh, I've got a couple in the bathroom and my wife's like, we need to take those down. Like, (laughs) Our daughter's old enough to kind of see what the fuck's (laughs) going on. But I've kept every drawing pretty much. I don't sell any of the original drawings. Oh, wow. So where are they at home? Yeah. Filed away? Just in books, in a box in my like cupboard so do you still hand draw everything yeah sometimes if i'd have to do like a sticker or something i'll hand draw it turn it into a vector then do the computer stuff but 
hand drawing for me is the fun part. And I've thought about doing the Procreate iPad thing. And you can get hand-drawn results with those products, but I don't know. I just like being able to sit down and draw. So that's what I... That's the part that I kind of like. And I've got my systems and how I do everything. And that's just, yeah, everything's a hard, has a hard copy and a one-of-one. One. It's original drawing. That's amazing. Yeah, and I, for some reason, I just, I don't know, kept them all. Yeah. People ask them for me and every once in a while I'll sell one and it's usually to someone I know, unless it's a commission, which I don't really do anymore. Or sometimes I do a flash sheet like a tattoo style flash sheet with lots of drawings and I'd sell those. But that was before I'd drawn it, I had already mentally knew that that was for sale. Whereas the drawings, I've just kept them all. I don't want to sell them for some reason. Something cool about a, a huge amount of people being able to find them and enjoy them. Yeah. But then they're just really being like one original. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So like even though they can go all around the internet and get, you know, regrammed and pop up wherever i've still got the one on one at home yeah How unless many? my house burns down that'd be yeah, fast no, i was gonna say that and then i was like i'm not gonna say <laughs> just in case yeah they're like not kept in a safe spot at all they're just in some random plastic box tub yeah. thing yeah like a footy player in his brown load like yeah pretty much or something. Yeah. so yeah i don't know what i'll do with them how many do you have man every well i don't know how many posts i've done over a thousand i guess so there'll be like and that's just the ones I post on Instagram. There's like, let's have a look. Post-wise, I've got 1,800 posts. 90% of those, 95% would be drawings. So yeah, that's how many drawings I have. Are there many that, are there some that you've done and you've gone, nah, too far? I've worked out what gets me banned and reported. Yeah. And it's like anything with an animal in it, like that's, I don't know, just that fucks with people's minds so it's just a bridge too far steer clear of that one yeah no animals doing such shit yeah and then otherwise like they're just like um i know what works and what doesn't and i don't want to draw anything that's too fucked you know they're they're funny so they don't want them to be aggressive or violent or like anything like that i think that's the point i was making before like it's it's not doing it for the sake of it like there's there's a story there there's a gag there i feel like it's about the lol it's all about the lol. Yeah. That's what I want to yeah. create. And that's what sucks about Insta too. I can see the comments, but I can't, and people enjoying it, but I can't see that real life reaction, you know. We need, we need a live showing. I do. Well, I need to do a show, but I just, yeah. I Have will you do, done shows? Uh, I've been part of group shows and things, but I've never done a like, solo show. Yeah. Which is like in the pipeline, it's just time. And then like what I do, show my drawings and not sell them because I'm like, no, they're mine. Can you do that? I don't know. Yeah. People want to buy art at a show. You might just, maybe if you don't put a price on it, mm-hmm. that'll really just jack it just up. Just make it like super expensive. Yeah, that's yeah. it. If there's no price on there, then people will want it more. Is yeah, this maybe. for sale? No? Gotta have it. <laughs> yeah, shit, I'd be rich. Yeah. Um, so that's the like sad part about Insta, even though I can see people enjoying it. That's what it's all about, really. People, like, I want people to laugh at them. Like, if I, they don't get lols, then I'm. I don't know. That's the whole point. I wanted to ask you about that actually because I had a chat to Ollie from Ollie Clothing a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. when I walked away, I was like, man, that guy knows his why. Like he gets why he does stuff. Yeah. I don't know why I do stuff. <laughs> but do you know why you do what you do? Well, I guess from the start, I th- seeing those people laugh was like, 
at something I'd made. Like it's like telling a joke at a party and everyone laughs. You're like, it feels good, you know. <laughs> so they like me. Yeah, I'm funny. So I guess like for me, it was about making people laugh. Like I guess that's all it was really. Do you remember any of those drawings that you were showing in the hostel? Like, do you remember what? Still they got them all. Really? I think it's like a travel journal with just like weird shit. Oh, I can't. Oh, I need to like dig them up. I'll post them on my story maybe. But it was like just funny. I was redrawing funny shit that had happened on the trip. You know, just debaucherous stuff. Typical backpacker. Yeah, yeah. spec kind of stuff, yeah. and then like. Just funny drawings in between, just stupid, like even things that didn't make sense that weren't even like as funny as like I'm trying to make things now. Like they weren't because I wasn't trying to do anything with those. So they were just these random drawings, just stupid little things. So nothing like ex- outstanding or anything. Yeah, that's so good. Maybe it was more the attitude of the drawings, just these fucking weird drawings was what people finding funny. Unexpected. Probably, yeah. Yeah, other, other people are sharing their, like, journals. Yeah, half, yeah. half warming stories and, like, <laughs> yeah. reflecting on themselves and mine's just, like, a big, like, fourie or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we went camping. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that is so cool. Do you, um, you probably don't, but do you have a fave or a few that really stand um, out for you that you, you love? My f- the things that I like aren't the things that the punters like. Right. Yeah, so like things that I like drawing or think are funny sometimes don't go as well. Like I'll draw something, I'm like, this is going to be like amazing. People are going to really like this. And then it like doesn't do so well. But then I do some other random one, like that macarons drawing. That idea's been in my head for like a year. And I was like, fuck, I don't... It's stupid, I'm not going to draw it. It's not that funny. And then uh, one day I was just like, fuck it, I'll draw it. And it just like popped off. People were like into it. They loved it. I was like, fuck, okay. So I don't know, it's hard to... Pick a fave for me. But I also, I don't know, it's like nothing, there's no like standout for me. Yeah. Yeah. So can you can you pick which ones are going to do well or it just you just chuck it out there? Sometimes. Sometimes if it's something that's like, sometimes when I think of the idea I'll laugh. And if that, <laughs> if I'm like in the car and I'm like, <laughs> think of something like that, I'm just like, okay, well. Like when I thought of that Home Alone one the other day, I'm like, I laughed in my car. I was like, fuck, that's pretty good. Okay. So, like, something like that I know is, like, generally a good rule of thumb, but yeah. it's, it's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. Were you a big Simpsons guy? Because there's a few Simpsons Massive, right? Massive. Like yeah. Here in, like, Australia, 6 o'clock, Channel 10, Simpsons, man. Yeah. Before dinner, like, I'm watching every episode. Yeah. So, yeah, huge consumer of that. And, you, and your parents always trying to flick over to the news. Yeah, and then oh, what was on before? Neighbours or some shit. I'm like, what was Neighbours after? Yeah, I like, think. Oh, I had to persevere through the weather or something. Of something like that. Jeff Newman or whatever. Fuck yeah. off, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Newman, you, he might be a fan of yours. I'll never forget the weather report where he dropped a C-bomb when he was trying to say cold front. <laughs> <laughs> he got a little confused. I want to draw a Rick Arden, Rick Hardon, seven nightly bugs. I like that. But it's, that's another thing with the drawing this shit. Because it's global now, there's so many niche Australian or Perth things that I'm like, should I draw this? Like... 70% of the people aren't going to know what the fuck, who the fuck Rick Hardon is. Oh, you've got to though. Mm. Like, that could explode. Maybe. Unintended. Here but then there. it's like, if you watch a show that you like that's like from the UK or something, and it's all the like mannerisms and shit that you enjoy too. So maybe Americans like the, the Americans like, like the fucking random Australianisms. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like that's what happens when you enjoy an overseas show or book or whatever. It's those elements you don't really understand. You try and get your head around them or you quickly Google what terms mean. How, how broad is your audience? Like where are people from? With oh, It's fucked. Having a private Instagram, I don't get any access to the analytical stuff. Really? And my shop, I can't do the like swipe up to shop and all that kind of stuff, which is like super handy for like getting customers. For sure. So um, I can't remember what we are talking about. Oh, just how broad the audience is. Oh, yeah. So from. like with my Shopify, that's a good guide because I can see where my customers are coming from. And I reckon like it used to be like 80% Australian, like 20% rest, like global. Now it's like 50%. Australia, 50% overseas, and of that US overseas, it's like 90% US. Right. So I reckon like almost like half of my shit goes to the US and Canada. That's huge. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. And like I get people that I meet in Perth saying, I didn't know you are from Perth. I didn't even know you are Australian. Really? Yeah. So people don't know that I'm here in Perth. Do people – it's funny because they probably don't know who you are, right? Try yeah, and keep coming it. up to you. I, tr- I wish I had kept it like more incognito kind of yeah. thing because <laughs> I have photos of myself. I had my name, like proper full name on there. And now when you Google my like government name, it's like <laughs> <laughs> when you Google my name, all these fucked interviews and pictures and shit come up. So there's no way to like hide – from that i kind of wish i just like did it has like, it ever come up when you've been doing something super regular like a, a day job interview or something like that uh we had a google of david um, <laughs> um <laughs> not yet not yet but so i'll be like when i went to get my fucking covid vax i was like checking in and dude's like you david the robot <laughs> <laughs> yeah man <laughs> so shit like that draw something real quick mate yeah <laughs> so shit like that happens a bit and so like because i still like there's still photos of me on Insta, so some people recognise me, but not really. I do like it when I called you and you called me back. You said, "Hey, this is David the robot." Yeah, what do I say there? Like that was good. Yeah, how, what, it's all I wanted. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should change my name. <laughs> my surname can just be the robot. The robot. Yeah. 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 Um, what about tattoos? Like you've got a few. Mm-hmm. Do you have any of your work tattooed on yourself? Uh, I have a couple drawings. Yeah, which I don't really love, to be honest. Right. It's just, I don't know. If I had to start again, I probably wouldn't have them on me. But I don't know. Yeah, it's just something I did. Maybe because I was proud of them, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it seems it's a, a bit like thing, narcissistic right? or something, having your own like <laughs> design. I don't know. How do you feel when other people get your work tattooed on them? I bet that happens <gasps> all the time. When, if the, I'm, the first one, I was like, wow, like my mind was blown. This person's got a tattoo of my drawing on them. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, that is incredible. That is like, I was like, yeah, I was just like stoked. I was like also like shocked and surprised. And now every second day it's just like, oh shit, yeah, you got that tattooed on your butt cheek. Cool, so there's, a, there's a few going around. Fuck me, there is so many. Yeah. There is shit loads, more than I can even like care to open. Wow. But it's still sick that they do it. But some of them I'm like, fuck. You know how you started when you're trying to, to get a little bit of attention on the page and you hit up some celebs and stuff like that. Yeah. Has that flipped now? Do you have a bunch of celeb followers or, or people that reach out to you maybe from bands and stuff like that? I do. Yeah, that's, that's fucking still a trip, like some of the people that are following me. As a skater, like 
pro skaters like the, I have so many pro skaters follow me and like the biggest ones in the world or my favorites follow me is like that one blows my mind but then like musicians there used to be an app called I think it's called the social rank and it was like you could look at your followers with the most followers so you could kind of we for me I've got so many followers it's hard for me to find who's following me yeah but with the Cambridge Analytica shit that went transpired all those third party apps kind of like can't use them anymore yeah really but i used to be able to check and see like who like had followers of the million followers and like i could see the biggest ones but i had anderson pack dm me one day no yeah he was like that was the that's the best one he's like i need five drawings for the crib that's what the dm said (laughs) i was like i've got you yeah so i was like yeah so i just like did you do it yeah and he 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 picked drawings from my page he's like i want this one this one this one this one wow and he's like can you redraw some of them as black people i'm like yep and then, like, usually I just send him in a tube and ship him. He's like, can you frame him? I'm like, fuck, Jeez. for you anything. Yeah. <laughs> so he got these, like, hot pink frames and I had to send it in this box. It was fucking massive. It cost a fortune to send it. And then it got fucking lost in the US for, like, two months. Bullshit. Yeah, I was so bummed. I was just, like, devoed trying to find it. And I was just, like, event- I, yeah, eventually got to his house, but. Like, a person like that obviously has assistance and things. So, yeah. it's just, like, trying to liaise with this person and all the, like, fun and excitement got, like, zapped of that situation. Was there – what ended up happening? Ah, uh, I don't know. It was, like, through maybe at the start of COVID. It had gone to some random, like, holding facility. Uh, it was just – I don't know. It was just became a bit of a Was nightmare. there any love at the end when they it finally got, through, got delivered? Yeah, it got through, yeah. He was – Happy, I guess. He said he's hung it in his like music room and one in his toilet or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I just think I hope he's got him hung in his house because imagine the people going through like looking like, yeah, fucking amazing. Yeah, but yeah, I have like random like I have fucking John Mayer's following me like John Mayer. Yeah, like that one's a weird one. Like, wow. Yeah, John Mayer. He's probably done half the things you've drawn. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but otherwise, like it, now I can't tell, so I don't really know. I try and look for the blue ticks as well, and I can kind of see sometimes. Yeah. Like, but I go and I used to like I'll go and look at this like person I think is like fucking super famous or like someone I'm stoked about that's following me. I'm like, oh fuck, I got more followers than you, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird. But yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny. That's huge. Yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. It is like it's super fascinating, really. I bet you can get lost in that stuff though, right? Like hours can just tick by and you get too into it. The social media thing is like fucked. And like because I have to be on there replying to DMs and like I get so many messages and shit. Like people DM me about orders and things. So I need to be checking constantly. But it just made me like I'm constantly looking at it. Mm -hmm. It's like a tool for marketing and for the brand, if you want to call it that. But it also means I'm constantly looking at my phone. Yeah. But I'm also constantly looking at Facebook Marketplace too. Who isn't? Hmm? Who isn't looking at Marketplace? Me, yeah. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. I'm addicted to that shit. Likewise. Yeah. Even oh, for who stuff isn't? I don't yeah. Want. yeah. Fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm looking at bikes. I don't even fucking want a bike. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sick. Look at this, like, 1990 Lexus that I'm obsessed with. I'm like, yeah. I did the same thing. For some reason, I started looking at, like, old school Jags. So And I'm like, I'm not... 93 yeah man why i don't know it's fucked hey yeah like i'll spend more time on facebook marketplace than any other app i'm just like i used i know for years i never even opened that little tab 
once I opened it, started looking, it's over. I was That's the latest adopter to Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, same. And, and I have to jump on Insta uh, on Facebook because of work. But apart from that, I never really did. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I discovered it, yeah, yeah, like you, the world opened up. I'm like, I could go and check these like 90 DMs, or I could go look at this fucking ceramic panther that, that I could buy <laughs> from some grandma. <laughs> have you bought stuff off there? I bought a few things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bought a push push bike, and yeah. uh, that's Not about the it. No, I didn't buy the Panther. Do you know? No. I noticed they moved the icon closer to the start now. Oh, too. really? Yeah. I just, I don't even, sc- I just go straight for the button, and they put notifications on it. Like, there's no notification in there. I'm no. just, you know, I'm going straight there. Like, yeah. bop, like, I'll look right now and see what I've got. Like, it's just in the way it's like, it's probably like weird, like building supplies. Like, who knows? I monitor too much shit as well. A 1989 Honda Accord <laughs> is the first thing that popped up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, you've made me feel a little bit better about myself. Fear the addiction. With that. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, what's your advice for, for other artists who might be at the start of things for them, figuring things out, what they like, what they don't and what they want to do? I guess you just got to stick to what you like and draw. I don't know, just be constantly be drawing if that's what you want to do. And I guess... If that is what you want to be doing, you'll be drawing constantly anyway. So if you're not drawing or doing whatever creative pursuit, like it needs to kind of be an obsession in a way to start with. But you need to find your lane too. And that's the fuck thing. Like I used to do all sorts of creative shit and drawing other stuff, but Instagram's molded me and made me draw in a specific way. And now that's pretty much all the time I have. And so even though I've honed that certain skill, Maybe that's what you have to do. Find that lane and get in it and just like really focus in on what it is that you are good at or what you want to do. Like start broad and then once you find your little thing that might works for you or that you're good at, then that's what I would maybe stick to. But at the same time, that's also boring too. So it's really hard. Do you still go draw, draw other stuff or is most of the time when you got – the pencil in hand, it's, it's David the Robot um, stuff. Usually it's David the Robot stuff. I did a painting course, at like a uh, painting course, like a night course at TAFE, just to reset and do something different. I'm doing like a clay course on a Saturday in a few weeks. I'm trying to like yeah. do some creative other stuff creatively, but I'm time poor. Like the business side of it, trying to create content, it's just like that takes up all my time. So Yeah. But it's like riding a bike. I can go away from it and probably try something different for a while and be able to come back and do it, like, you know, still be where I'm at. But it's like the people, the followers and people, they want, you need to be consistent with social media. And that's probably half the thing. Like to be, I don't know, you need to use social media to, as a tool for you too, if you can. It's probably fucking hard. Yeah. And, you know, you still need time for Facebook Marketplace. Oh, well, that's your main priority. Yeah. That would be my main um, focus for new artists. Just spend all your time on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> Marketplace looking for pencils. Yeah, I'll see you there. Hey, man, um, <laughs> thanks so much for having a chat. Um, it's been yeah, kind of wild to, to learn about where it all started and, uh, yeah, what's behind it. Thanks for having me. That's the man himself, David the Robot, dick drawer to the stars. I think, as you heard, he is a lot more than that. What a dude. That was a heap of fun, that chat. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, be sure to check him out on Insta as well, at David the Robot. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next week on Living the Dream. I'm Jamie Burnett. Cheers.